Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Hashtag Truth Challenge podcast slash web series, where I talk about the whole truth and nothing but the truth in regards to mental health, relationships, and adulthood. Uh, This is just a quick intro because there is no audio for the first 30 minutes of this video. So I am coming in with this quick clip and we're going to get right into the video. Hey, would you rather live without hope or without love for a month. I say hope. I also say hope. Y'all can live without hope? No, I meant live without love. That's what I mean. Damn. You can live without love? I yeah. Can't. I cannot live without love. I could live without hope. Hope is what keeps you coming. No, I'm about to say, it's like, okay, you ain't got no hope. You hope. just I mean, on I, bottom I with no, hope. like, silver lining. You see, like. Yeah. But what kind of love are we talking about? Just, just I'd be fine in the house, but, like, by myself. And, like, you just at home, but you still have hope. What right. if you don't love yourself? Janice, what? Oh. That's a valid. You took it there. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, you could not love yourself. Um, but when you have you hope, have, there's a everything. hope for. Yeah, you can hope for anything. You can hope. Okay, one, at yeah. some point, I am going to love myself or be loved by another person or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Cause I am a homebody. Like I could just be in during quarantine. <laughs> then this something funny. Hold on. During quarantine, I was in the house when they was like shut down for like two weeks. Blah blah. blah and then it kept getting extended. Mm-hmm. At some point, my mama was like, "You know, you can like leave the house, right?" Because <laughs> I was just in the house, just Dude, looking yeah. around, me and the cat talking to each other. My mom was like, "You know, you can go outside, right?" I was like, "Can you go outside?" Girl, I went to the grocery store. I was flabbergasted at the amount of people that was at the grocery store. I was like, so y'all just been outside this whole yeah. damn time. Like, I could be inside and nice. myself and time. not, yeah. That's me. Uh, I mean, I might go into a spiral. I might start spiraling. <laughs> like I said. I might start spiraling. Thing, man. But it's hope that I'm eventually I'm going to come out of a spiral. A spiral. I'm going to start spiraling one day. But you just have to have hope. Like, like, yeah. Because like, I feel like there's one, there's one point in time of your life where you didn't have love. Like, you weren't married. You probably, yeah. like, there's one point in time and you came out of that. Without hope, you just, like, you stuck. That's but at the same time, like, I feel like a majority of us, like, have been loved our whole lives. Yeah. Because like from the second that we were born, there was somebody taking care of us. There was somebody like constantly being around us, and like you told us about this question. I've been still thinking about it all week long. Like, and okay. I can't decide, but I think that I feel like I would rather go without hope because I'm such an empathetic person that I feel like I need that comfort and I need to feel loved. But also, like, if it was just me alone in my house, if I didn't have love for my dog, or my dog didn't love me, I'd be just like done for. Like I just <laughs> no, but like it sounds it sounds dumb. But like if you're literally not living without love, I'm thinking of all the different ways you can get love. Your, your parents, your parents calling you just because they love you and they want to hear your voice. Yes. Your dog, fucking oh, just laying on your pillow when you get home because she missed you. And there's fur all over it, but it's fine because she mm-hmm. loves you. Yeah. And like, like it's just very small things that you don't realize that are ways that people show you love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So not you know? just romance or like a love between like you know your significant other, mm-hmm. but yeah. That's I'm thinking like parents. I'm thinking dogs. There's times where I'm not hopeful. I don't have hope right now. But mm-hmm. if I didn't like have the love of my friends or from my parents mm-hmm. or whoever, then I feel like that. 
menstrual. As long as I don't I feel mean, alone like in this it's world. A month, so I can go a month without it. I'll be fine. Like, yeah. You know how to talk? I need to talk to myself and look at myself and talk to us about what we gonna do about each other. Right. Together. But like not saying, <laughs> yeah. I, like the question wasn't like how, it was just for a month. So for a month, I could probably go without love. I could yeah. probably take four weeks to myself and evaluate a lot of things. Restructured. But do you think it takes love for yourself to put yourself in that position that you need to put yourself in a new position? That makes sense? I mean, I don't think that it varies. I think it's like. Like, if you didn't have hope for yourself, would you, or not love, like love for yourself, mm -hmm. would you look in the mirror and be like, let's change this, this, and that? I mean, I would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense, right? I, 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 I agree, but but if we just stay off the question for one month, I probably can still go without love for one month. Because I feel like sometimes love, if you give love too much power, it over it just over it takes over yourself. Because mm -hmm. like you get into a relationship, relationship lasts for however long. You love this person, you put all that love into that person, and then they just walk away. So it's like mm -hmm. I. You have that little kind of trauma, hashtag trauma, yeah. that you give your love, and it's like it still gets thrown away. So like for one month, I probably could be without love, and I would be, you know, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Yeah. Not saying all my life I'm just about to be by, you know. Yeah. Hell no. Okay. No. Not after nah. day thirty-two. All right. All right. Well, y'all at? So come on. on. Yeah. Love me. <laughs> I need but love. I need it. I need it. But it is like just one month. Especially like going through a relationship where it was just like it, it was all it was erupted. The love was gone. It's kind of like boom. Yeah. Like I, I that month I I can go. Nah. Yeah. The rest of my life no. We ain't talking. <laughs> love on me because I'm cute. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve. I I'm worthy. deserve it. I'm worthy. I'm worthy. I am deserving so. and worthy of love. It, um. Yeah, for sure I can go without love, but hope is like some. It's like it's something to it's look forward to. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a it, it is. It really is, and I get it. Like the the self love part, like okay, but if I could, because when I think of the question, can I live without love? I'm thinking more of like some externally somebody giving it to right. Me. That's why I was like, and not like an inner thing. The question is like, but even if I don't love myself i can still have hope to get to, to a get point to a place, yeah. where i'm like i would love myself mm -hmm. enough right. to do a b c and d or whatever so because i don't think the question kind of eliminates eliminates love in the, the whole concept it's just like if you had one more than the other it's like okay right. i would take hope for a month rather than love so i you know because you i just feel you just have you ain't got hope. You ain't got nothing. You really are. It's nothing. Just nothing. Null and void. I'm gonna go eat this bread and die. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. That joke is hilarious. I eat this bread and die. That's what she said. Leave me alone, please. Last question. What? And I know people say. Let me ask a question first. Just a surprise question. No. The surprise was the. Would you rather questions in the beginning that were really weird? Oh. So the last question is, do you have any regrets or are there certain things that you regret? Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people say like, oh, I don't have any regrets because I blah, 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 blah. And my life is blah, 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 which I get that because 
whatever life circumstances you have have made you who you are but in that i still feel like you are things like if you could have done it differently yeah if you could have changed it in any type of way not to say that you don't like who you are now or you would change anything per se at the moment but it's like back then when you were in the moment would you have done anything different so i'll go first um i thought about this but i really didn't die yeah i think one of my biggest regrets would be um staying in toxic environments for mm -hmm. longer than necessary like there are certain things that i look back on and i'm like you should have paid more attention to that or you should have paid attention when that person said this or when you felt this way like just listening to myself like knowing even just as women we're we're more intuitive and like we have gut feelings or we you know we just have have a, a sixth sense about stuff when right. something's off but i think because for me and i'm referencing like church and very religious things um and me being trying to be spiritual but not really being spiritual now that i look back on it it was just stupidity um and i look back on certain conversations or certain things and i'm just like you should have paid attention you should have listened and there and because i'm also i was a very passive person it was just like well i'm not going to say anything because that's going to turn into an argument i don't want to say this because then they're going to think this and then, and then I, it just went for so long to the point where i literally like spiritually like died in that environment to the point where like by the time i got out of it it was too late it was like nigga you already numb to all of it yeah. so you might as well yeah i just look like i was having dreams and everything and i just be like well no that can't mean that blah 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 but but it did, it did though like right. you just you need to listen you're not listening you're not listening and you holding on to something because you want it to be something so bad because you've de literally you devoted yeah. every moment of your life to this yeah. x amount of do dollars you pay your tithes you give your offering you like you do all the things that you're supposed to do you are a a a pillar in this you know church community and yeah just didn't listen and had i ended that sooner i don't think i would be in the spiritual i know I'm sorry. listen she is she has her little claws i haven't cut her nails in a long time but her little claws get her and she just be clawing and trying to, i know and crying and stuff and it just be she's so dramatic yeah, yeah like, like, why are you this door rattling yeah. i'm like, she I'm like is she coming out she you would think that baby's in there dying and, and then she gonna come out here and look at us and then go in the other room that's what she's gonna do she don't want nothing she's just being extra um but yeah i would say that's my biggest regret it's just not listening to myself yeah i, I didn't listen to myself i should learn my lesson though I'm a backtrack off that kind of, but it's not with like the church. It's more mm. so like old relationships, how you just like, you stick around for so long. Cause you're like, oh, it's gonna be bad. And it's just like, I regret giving so much of my time mm -hmm. to situations like that. Cause it's like, now I could care less about that person. Like, right. And you don't get no your time kind of back. connection, mm -hmm. ain't no. nothing there. And it's like, mm -hmm. it took me to graduate college and move back home to finally like, shop it out because it's like if i was still in that vicinity of that person it was like oh it's gonna it's gonna happen you know right mm -hmm. no it was like a, just a straight waste of time and it's just like you had 
a whole college. Like this was my entire, pretty much like sophomore until I graduated. It's just like, you know what I could have did during that time? Mm -hmm. I could have yeah. lived my best life. Instead, I'm running behind your ass. Yeah. yeah. I would say. And not even just with that, like a previous relationship. Like high school, I always give people like the benefit of the doubt. So now you got one hand, one time. Mm -hmm. You said it right off, when you can. One can. <laughs> <laughs> off the wall. And since all of that, it shaped me to be that person like, I'm not going to put up with nothing. Like, because mm -hmm. everybody is self-serving. So when mm -hmm. you're, you're fighting for it and they're not fighting for it, they're, you're serving them, but they're just only serving themselves because right. they're, they're neglecting you as a person. So it's like, you got to learn to be self-serving. So, no. Mm -hmm. It's not benefiting you. And, and they don't even go with just like relationships. Like it's friendships with, it's too. It's work. With and work is not self-serving. I feel like with friendships it's even mm -hmm. worse too. Because with a relationship mm -hmm. you're like whatever. Like cut it off. Like bye. But like especially in high school. If you were best friends with somebody who was toxic. It like seemed like it was the end of the world. Because yeah, for, for me like the friendship was over. And like we had the same group of friends. And it's like okay well where do I go? Mm -hmm. Right. Like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. What do I do? Right. Because you just don't have no friends. With relationships, I mean, if they're not in the same, like, friend group as you or whatever, you can move on. You have, like, your friends to support you yeah. mm -hmm. um, for the most part. But if it's a friend, that I feel like sometimes can hurt you more than a relationship. Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Family, too. Because there's oh. plenty of yeah, family members that I've sure. chopped off. Because y'all just... I don't I want nobody in my vicinity, in my circle, in my my or whatever you call it like if you gonna be selfish or you gonna use me for certain stuff or talk about me to other family goodbye like all my mm -hmm. family is in georgia and i promise you i don't talk to half of them because it's like why because y'all all fake like i don't mm -hmm. don't put up with nothing i be my mama house my grandma house my house that's my little triangle <laughs> yeah, that's little it triangle. yeah because what i'm gonna go out my way to go visit y'all when i leave y'all gonna be talking shit Right. Mm -hmm. There's no point. I'm like that with everybody. Friends, jobs, relationships. No. Mm -hmm. I'm having, but you have to have boundaries and everything. Mm -hmm. And, no and at first, I didn't. I used to run behind family. Oh, family comes first. Mm -mm. <laughs> That's me right now. Oh, yeah. You, you, like, you choose your family. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She is upset. Please let her out. No. Oh, that's wrong. No. No. More quiet than dog dog. Anybody else have any regrets? I think it would be like my regret would be not opening my mouth more to like just voice my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like it's taken me a while to kind of like just say no I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be here. Let me go. Or mm -hmm. even if I do feel uncomfortable it's like okay. You sit there. Sit there. Uh, uh, or like just to be just just to make other people like, so not even that but it's like if i cut off a friend i don't i cut them off because and i don't explain why i do it it's like mm -hmm. well you did something wrong i'm done with you mm -hmm. and i've also been taught to like not to have those boundaries mm -hmm. and it's like when i have the boundary and i feel like the boundary is broken i was like i can't deal with it because that's i feel like i take on that load it's like there's more stuff on me mm -hmm. so i i'm learning to like voice how i feel okay so I feel like you did that wrong. So how could you make it better? Mm -hmm. Instead of just kind of giving like giving them the benefit of the doubt without giving them too much of a just free pass. And so I feel like you hurt my feelings because you didn't call me back. 
right. why did you call me back? You know, instead of yeah. taking it personal. So it's just mm -hmm. like opening my mouth to say, you have a feeling, mm -hmm. tell them how you feel. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna die. Right, it's right. Fine. Like, those conversations just, are hard though. They're hard because yeah. I would just I would stop talking. Mm -hmm. I would just let it go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Be but in, in inside, I'm like, wait, but you did. But what? Like, what is the spiral that you're going down? But you never. Mm -hmm. you you it's just like learning to open my mouth. Mm -hmm. Just say, mm, okay. Well, I didn't like that you did that. Mm -hmm. So how could you do it? Like, you know, just get that whole conversation. Learn how to have a conversation mm -hmm. without getting so emotional. Because I know I am a very emotional person. I can mm -hmm. get very tied into things. And it's like, really Try, try it this way. You know, open your mouth without having the emotion. Just just make a statement and just see how it goes from there. And, and you know, it's just, it's just... So I feel like if I can do a lot of things different, I would definitely learn to open my mouth and just say... Mm -hmm. So you don't want to talk to me, mm -hmm. you know, like in the way I would talk to a person, but it's like, they're like, no, girl, okay, I've had something to do. Well, okay, let's go. You know, we're better now. Mm -hmm. You know, I just need to know. But it's just like opening your mouth because that little thing turned into a big thing because you don't want to talk to a person because they just didn't call you back that one other time. Yeah. Daddy. Right. But it did something to you because I have like those abandonment issues. Like, so, you don't mm -hmm. want to talk to me. And then you just it starts a whole nother thing that is just like all in your head. So you're creating a narrative that they intentionally hurt you and that was just very one sided. That's yeah. not the intention. It's just mm -hmm. they missed it or they did they couldn't be there or they couldn't do that. Right. I swear I think she's about to open this door every five seconds. But if I can do a lot of things different, I definitely will like just open my mouth and make a statement instead of just like internalizing and just shutting yeah, down. Yeah. Like I shut down yeah. real quick. I was. Mm -hmm. I mean, because if you think yeah. about it, like we're not. I know I wasn't taught to have those type of conversations. I like, and for the most part, even in small ways, I feel like, especially in the black community, like very often we were taught that our feelings didn't matter in little in very small ways but it was just like it got to the point when now that we're adults it's like why am i so afraid to say something you're why do i feel like yeah. yeah so you're trying to uncondition yourself to be like okay i can say something because i'm allowed to say something right because i'm a person with feelings right just like everyone else so let me say something just for myself like because you know when you're a child like children are seen and not heard or yeah, whatever yeah. else or belittling your feelings stay out of your own folks, business. folks business like it it wasn't like an intentional like you don't have business. feelings you can't express yeah. them you can but it was just little things that reinforce that your feelings don't matter because you've heard it so many yeah times. Very, so you just turn into like this passive passive little black it. girl that allow people like i remember one time like i let this girl like bully me because for what i was like i didn't really know what was happening because i never really had issues with other girls like that so when i did like y'all i probably now that i think about it i should have punched her in the face we was walk, we was all in a fashion show at school and we was walking past each other and she on purpose got close it was a whole aisle she got close to me bumped me on my way up and like said something under her breath but in that moment it's like i should have put you in the headlock i should have said i should have slapped you i should have but in my mind i was just like i don't know how to handle like confrontation at all like i don't know what that looks like what that feels like but so now i'm at the point where it's just like okay 
passiveness is not healthy. Yeah. Okay, you're not getting anywhere. You you got all these pent up feelings. The other person doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. Even if you are in like some type of functional relationship with them, if you want to keep that going, they need to be aware of what it is that they're doing that is hurting you, upsetting yeah. you, or whatever, and talk it out. And normally, like you said, it's something like so small. Where oh, I was just blah blah blah, or I was just doing this over here. You like oh okay. Cause you get that narrative, it's just like, oh, well, they don't, you know, you start to get that insecurity. It's kind of like, well, mm -hmm. I don't feel where you not, you don't want to be my friend or you don't want to talk, you just got to, and it just goes to a downward spiral where it's just like, mm -hmm. down, down, But like from my upbringing, my mom used to hold family meetings and we was, we had the floor to talk. We can cuss, we can say whatever, but I always, I never did it because you always have that, well, that's not going to matter. Right. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. you. I, I understand how you can give me the floor, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, that's why you're going to bring this back up one day. Right. You're going to be on my ass. You're going to be on my ass. Right. I don't think this is going to. So I still would hold back, even when I did have an open floor. Mm -hmm. So like she, would, we would hold them like at least once a week. I like that. Have family meetings, and we were able to talk about things or, talk, you know, just get things out. But I never took the opportunity to just say, Mama. I feel like you talk to my brother nicer than you talk to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's a simple statement that I could have used and that would have alleviated a lot of things. Like, mm -hmm. well, I feel like he's younger. You you know a lot more. You know, that's a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's a conversation. So right. it's like, even when my mom did have those type of open things, I still would hold that because I feel like it's not going to matter. matter. So then you get that narrative that it's like, your words don't matter. Mm -hmm. So why would you open your to mm -hmm. say something but then you walk around with an attitude because she closed the door and you were walking right behind her and it was unintentional because she didn't see you right. so it's just like those things you start to create triggers in your own head and it's like girl go sit down like relax yeah so like it just has i've learned and i've grown to like just You got words, girl. You went to yeah. college. You went to college. You got we the know words. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Her is, like, affect. Because my mom never did that. Like, mm -hmm. she fussed and said what she had to say. And if you mm -hmm. said anything back to her, you were talking back, being disrespectful. Yeah. So I just learned to just not say nothing. Yeah. She'd be going topsy-turvy and saying, saying all kinds of shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> let me know my mouth because it's going to make it. It's going to open a can of worms. It's going to make it mad. Yeah. And it's just going to be. More, more and more of a mess rather right. than just her fussing at me. Even if, like y'all, this, <laughs> let me tell y'all this shit. So my mom, y'all know the jam that comes with the pink top, black, black bottle. You know yeah. the jam, the hair What's jam. What's jam? Yes. Yeah, the commercial. My damn allergy. Um, I'm sorry. It's bad. <laughs> it probably is. Okay. You're sitting in it now. I know. It's all right. But she had this jam. And to this day, I told her this a couple of years ago. She still don't believe me. I said, Mom, can I borrow some of your jam? She said, yeah, you can borrow it. I took the jam and the brush into my bathroom. I didn't end up using the jam. Why, when I gave I'm, her... I'm, I'm like, well, I thought she was talking about like jelly jam. So no, like, like hair jam. 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 Remember the commercial? You know, like, what's jam? It's the blah, blah, blah. blah. I know it's hair products now, but you know what I'm saying? I was like, she was mad about some jelly? particular about her stuff don't use my brush my wallet so we have to ask her like to this day i'm like mom can, can i use some in y'all i didn't even end up using the jam i took her this damn container back and it pissed me off to this day because i'm just like <laughs> bro 
You use, she went on a rant. You use all my stuff. Don't ask me to use nothing. I said, say nothing. In my head, I'm like, I ain't like that's how bad it was like i literally could have been like i really need to be used it but because she was already heated so for me to prove her wrong and make her more mad was worse than me just shutting my mouth Mm -hmm. but y'all she legit for like a week i gotta go to the store and get more jam because you sat in and just (laughs) all my jam and i'm just like i literally didn't even open the container but because i was so like my mama's word is law let me just shut up but in my head i'm like i did not even, I didn't even use the damn chain. Like, yeah. that's, that's how my mama was. To this day, she's like that, which is why I don't live her. But <laughs> when I graduated college, I had no apartment or nothing. I went to stay with my grandma. I was like, I'm not moving in the house. You? Because me and my mama don't get along when we live together. Mm-hmm. Because she's, yeah, she just, I she think it's like that for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> like as we grow up and we become our own person and we see the things that we like, we don't like, and it's like, I don't think like parents understand like our standards and that our standards are different from theirs yeah, yeah. and my boundaries are different from yours. So the things that you expect for me to do just because I am a child or your child, I'm also not going to do because I'm an adult yeah. apart from you. Yeah. And I think that's, and I, I see how that can be difficult for them. Like you, you've had me all of your life. Like I, you molded me into this. Yeah, yeah, and now because it's like they just want like a not like a clone, but they expect you to have certain characteristics or or like, oh, I didn't teach you that, or I didn't, right? Because I grew up and I became my own person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's interesting because like our parents' generation was one of the first generations to actually step away from the norm of what their parents wanted, Mm. and I think now that they're seeing that with. With us. us, they're like they don't know oh, how they go no. about it. What? But yeah, um, I, there's such a difference between, like you said, generations of what they did and how we're doing things, and it just being kind of like that disconnect. But it's okay. Like that's one thing I'm coming to terms with. Like me and my parents aren't going to agree on everything, mm-hmm. uh, and that's okay. Like, so some conversations. We don't have, because I'm like, I'm trying to be my own person and build my foundation and what I believe and what I want to do with my life. And you be coming over here and messing that up sometimes. I don't need that. Okay. I'm doing my own thing right here. And I'm leaving me alone, please. Leave me alone, please. <laughs> it just be like regular life stuff that you try to work through. And then it makes me wonder, like, did they have these thoughts when they were like our age? 100%. Like trying to, because then when it come to us, they act like they ain't never had these type of thoughts before. Yeah. Like, so you never tried to become your own person? Is my that what you're trying to, like? My mama had me young. Okay. So she, she, she was trying to be grown already. But her, my grandma had my mama at 14. So y'all just kept going. I, I, I am the end of that train, okay? Good, good. So my mama was born when my grandma was 14, turning 15. And then she had me when she was 16, before she turned 16. One of the two. But it's just like, I always have that thought, like, I always do something small and I have to hear, like, you need, and I'm just like, I beat all y'all. Like, my whole family had their first generation kids. I was the only damn, what's it called? And when I was born, I was growing up with my mom's cousins. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I beat everybody with the doing what I need to do, going to college, 
age. So it's like whenever they say the littlest stuff to me, I'm just like, shut up. Literally, I'm like, shut up. Because I'm 26. I ain't got no children yet. Mm -hmm. I'm living on my own. It's just like, like you said, just shut up. In the long place. Yeah. In the long place. It's just like, y'all were trying to be grown too fast. But when I'm at the age where I'm supposed to be grown, you need to slow down. You, and the biggest thing that kills me is that you be going out too much. You just mad because you couldn't, couldn't go out when yeah, you were yeah. my age because you had your kids already. So it's like, let me do something different and, you know, enjoy it. Like, right. I'd be ready to say something. So my grandma, too, be like, yeah. what's that's <laughs> really like, don't now when we get on this song, don't start. Okay, <laughs> don't, don't, don't start. I don't have time. Um, I forgot the original thing. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, regrets. Um, Jadis, Eric. Oh, Eric did you go? Okay, yeah, y'all go. Because we just Cause we literally the whole channel. I don't know. Keep that in. I thought we got real for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Fine. I would say that's what it's here for. Yeah, sure. some things that I regret. So, okay, so when I first got married, I did not tell anybody. And I didn't tell, like, literally nobody knew except my parents and his parents, and obviously us. Um, but I didn't oh, tell anybody. Yes, yes, he knew. But I didn't tell no because we were super, super heavy involved in church. Mm -hmm. And when I had first joined the church, I was originally with somebody else who was to extremely toxic, but then I felt like I also was because I was in the environment, I guess you mm -hmm. would say. But mm -hmm. that was, that's yeah. And you're that's given the energy that you were getting. Yes, mm -hmm. so that's fine. Okay, that's um, But <laughs> getting, okay, I guess not getting, oh. like, Oh my gosh, it was just a very, it was a good church. I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about the church, but the, I guess, the culture of the group that I was with was very like controlling mm -hmm. um, to where I based all of my decisions off of, well, what is, you know, this person gonna think or what are they gonna say or anything. So since they were all friends with my ex, when I started a new relationship, it was like, oh, well, like, what is this? Or why are you talking to so-and-so? Cause we were, there was a time where we were just friends. Like I had no interest in Timothy West whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't, um, but because he was just so nice why to me. Why are you so pretty? I'm just looking at you talking. It's just so like annoying. this little, just it's the hair, the light little, in her little hair. angel just, just Go ahead, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. But because people were like, oh, like, are you guys talking? I'd be like, no, we're not talking. Like, cause we weren't, but just making me feel bad, like for what I'm doing, cause you're friends with so-and-so or whatever you feel, or you feel like I need to go through like the healing process, whatever, which I did, but whatever. I'm still, you know, making my own decisions. Um, so when we got engaged, they were like, did you ask us? Did I ask you? Could somebody propose to me and we start a life together? Did I ask you if I could do that? Sounds like a cult. Yes. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. That's, That's the word. So <laughs> piggybacking off of that, we were like, we want to get married because we wanted to live together. We wanted to just be. Yeah. Be. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. So, but we felt like we were gonna get a bunch of ridicule, really cool, whatever. Yeah. So we 
came to Texas and we got a Texas marriage license and we got married here and we didn't tell anybody for a whole year. Like I would take my ring off, he would take his ring off, we'll go to church, do whatever. But it was like often because I would go on Monday for life group, then on Tuesday I have choir practice, then on Wednesday it's blah, blah, blah. So we were there all the time. Mm -hmm. So it was like constantly lying, all this mm -hmm. stuff, just changing. And it was a, and it's like, I'm married. Like I want to be celebrating. This is like the honeymoon phase. Like yeah. I'm just be enjoying my time. Mm -hmm. But I was so afraid of like, well, I'm not, if they, if I do this, then they're going to kick me out of blah, blah, blah. Or I'm not going to be in leadership because they didn't agree with mm -hmm. whatever, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess just letting other people's opinions and what they think they want from me dictate my decisions because then I'm getting out of character because I'm lying to the pastor because I don't want him to know when it's like I'm married like I'm doing the right thing I'm not shacking up like I waited till I got married to live with my husband you know what I'm saying like all of that and I feel like I was doing the right stuff but because you told me I wasn't doing it right then I'm like oh okay or I'm not gonna tell you and I'm gonna sneak around you or whatever forfeit from like living your truth yes yes or like another time I was gonna go to Clark Atlanta using the university because I did my whole little black college tour, loved it. I was gonna go yes. and then people were like, Oh, you sure you wanna go there? Like, oh you're you're book smart, you're not street smart, so you won't make it and all that stuff. And then I didn't get to go. I didn't go because somebody people in my family telling me like, Oh, you won't do good, you need to just stay here and all this other stuff and then then I missed out on an opportunity to go do something great because I let other people's opinions of me dictate what I want to do or what I'm doing. So that is okay. We all do it. Yeah, it's the worst. It. The worst. It's the worst. But I mean, it got you to your path to where you are now. Right. Yes. And that's one of the reasons. Yeah, I think that we all have the similarity of not listening to ourselves. I'm Of not listening to ourselves. Um, but obviously we've learned some very important lessons from that but then also still feeling like I could have just lived my truth uh, probably avoided a lot more pain and suffering for myself right um, but also I like who I am right? because of all of these things that have happened up until now because then it created problems in my other relationships because since I felt like I can't tell anybody because I don't want so-and-so to know, I didn't tell my best friend and that just ran on us. Like what? Like, you had this big life moment and right. you didn't tell so, me, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So just like that relationship was strained for a minute, which was super hurtful right. with all my friends. And then I ended up having like a wedding wedding because people were like, oh, well, you got married, you didn't like include us. So we're like, okay, we'll just have like actual ceremony and all this. She didn't be in it because she was so hurt by, not that I got married, but because I was just for so long not telling her, lying, like saying, oh yeah, this is where I'm at, but really, you know, I'm living over here, making up where I live, or you know, just different mm -hmm. stupid things that I lied about mm -hmm. because I was afraid of. For the comfort of a Yes, yes. I feel like this, this was also something that I had to think about for a long time, because okay. I am that person that's like, I don't, 
Like, you know, whenever you're, like, doing the stupid, like, speed dating questions with somebody, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, what's one thing that you regret? Like, I'm always that person that's like, I regret nothing because I am where I am, mm-hmm. and whatever mistakes I make now is going to lead me to where I'll be. Like, so, <laughs> baby's cold. Aaron Blast. <laughs> so, like, with me, I had to think about this, but I think that after, I waited till last because I'm still thinking about it okay but I think and this is this is kind of giving a lot of information about me okay but I think that I wish that I would have recognized toxic traits in myself sooner mm-hmm. okay. um, I'm here for it. I I I say that it's like anxiety driven but to be completely honest I don't know that it was but anxiety, anxiety is the only emotion that I have known ever. Like I have, my child development degree has helped me realize that I just was never, I was never like taught how to express or feel or recognize any other emotion except anxiety. And so now I'm 23 and I'm like, oh, there's other feelings that I can have. And so I had a relationship in college that like, I was just toxic during, like it was literally his 21st birthday and he was like kind of pre-gaming with his friends. I wasn't 21 yet, so I couldn't go to the bar. I literally stormed out of this party because I couldn't stand the thought of like him going to the bar saying that he was gonna cheat on me, which like, and so then I would lash out on him and like I was the controlling one in the relationship. I was the toxic person in the relationship and I was controlling and I, it didn't even click for me until my junior year of college. And so like I look back on those things and like I'm glad that I recognized it, but I wish I would have recognized it sooner because I think that I still look back on that and I'm like, I'm a horrible person. Like, why did I do that? But I have to forgive myself and like keep moving mm-hmm. forward with that because mm-hmm. now I can openly talk about it. Um, but I, I don't know. I think that I just never expressed my emotions ever. But I've also kind of experienced, I was on the other side of like what you were talking about, like speaking up. Like I had a best friend in high school that like would not tell me why she was mad at me. And so I almost had to like kiss her ass. And so then I lived throughout college scared that people were mad at me. And if they were mad at me, that they weren't gonna tell me. It's like, y'all remember whenever we went to dinner and I was like, hey, like just Jake and I like had just broken up and I was like, I'm gonna while out for a little while and I know that I will should have recognized that pattern and just like stopped it then but I was like if if I start doing stupid shit like don't stop talking to me like just Mm. like tell me that I'm doing something stupid and help me realize it because I had I had very like I had relationships where people would just like leave instead of like recognizing like oh like she needs help Mm -hmm. and so I think that I was kind of on the opposite side Mm -hmm. to where I felt like people were just like leaving. And I think that a lot of my control came from that because I didn't feel like I had control over any situation. Mm. That was 
40s and you're just controlling everything and then you end up by yourself at 60 wondering why you in the old folks home because mm -hmm. nobody wants you <laughs> yeah. like you see yeah. why I know but that's how a lot of people are like older people are they're like you know they regret a lot of things because they never took that accountability and it's mm -hmm. like well you're the problem so if you try to like identify okay if you have all these people living you maybe you are the common trailer what are you doing that is not aligning? Aligning. Not saying you gotta kiss everybody's tail, but it's like there's other ways that you can approach it. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be as obnoxious. You don't have to be as dominating. It's just like okay, you can voice it. If they don't take it, then it's like all right, well, see you later. You know, it's just yeah. kind of like accepting and like you know, you said like it's okay. Like it's okay not to have those conversations. It's okay, let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, but it. I feel like twenties are for your aha. Like you're not letting so much control you, but you're also taking that accountability where it's like, well, yeah, I messed up. That was, I didn't communicate. That was my bad. Mm -hmm. Sorry, but we're here now. Right. So what do we need to talk yeah, about? Yeah, how we move forward from here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. It is. It's good that you recommend. Good. Very good. Well, that's why I always like talk about. Like, whenever, you know, people are like, oh, have you ever, like, cheated? And, like, you kind of got to, like, you don't have to air out your dirty laundry. But whenever they kind of ask those deeper questions, like, I've always been the person that, like, will own up to it. Because I'm like, the people who lie about it and say that they didn't are the people that I feel like are going to repeat those patterns. Right. Because they don't want to acknowledge that they did something wrong. And so I'm the person that's like, yeah, I did. Like, I'm not proud of it. I don't want to do it. I went through the repercussions of having to deal with that guilt and I just remember thinking about myself and thinking that I was nasty, I was used, like I didn't want like to be close with any male, I didn't feel like any male like should be with me because of all of that, mm -hmm. but like I talk about it now because I'm like, I don't want to go feel again, like right. I fucked up and I absolutely felt the repercussions of it. Tamia Salise. I will tag everyone else in this video. You can follow them if you'd like. 
Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back another time. Peace. Bye. Bye.